Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. you have your Bibles and want to follow along with us, I want to go to Matthew 27, Matthew 27 to the 57th verse, and then we'll go over into the 28th chapter, <clears throat> stop at verse 10. <clears throat> it said, and when the eve was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea, named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. And he went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and he laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn, that means cut, out of the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre and departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Marys sitting over against the sepulchre. Now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priest and the Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that we remember that that deceiver, which they called him a liar, which was Jesus, while he was yet alive, after three days, he said, this is what Jesus said, I will rise again. That's read in your Bible. <clears throat> Command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made sure, that means secure, until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away. <clears throat> and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead, so that the last heir, which they called it an heir, shall be worse than the first. And Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch, go your way, make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. And in the end of the Sabbath, it began to dawn towards the first day of the week. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary uh, seen the sepulcher. See, Mary to see the sepulcher, I'm sorry. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment as white as snow. And for fear of the keepers, that's the ones watching the tomb, did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear ye not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here for he is risen, 
Amen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy. Hallelujah. And did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell the disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hell. That means rejoice. Praise God. And they came and, and held him by the feet and worshipped him. And Jesus said unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that, uh, that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Heavenly Father, we just pray, God, for your blessings upon this reading this morning. May your Holy Spirit come. May it touch us, God, today we pray. Open our hearts, open our, our, our eyes, Lord, spiritually, Lord, to this passage of Scripture. And what the resurrection means to us, Lord. And what it means to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <clears throat> I want to go to that part where uh, um, Joseph of Arimathea came and, and got the body of Jesus. I want you to know something this morning, amen, that it's a fact, it's proven that Christ died. Amen? There, there had to be a death before there was a resurrection. Okay? And this portion of Scripture, Joseph, he was a secret disciple of Jesus. See, he was in the Sanhedrin government. He was in the government of the Jews. He was high up. He was well respected. Huh? And well known for his wisdom and his knowledge of the scripture. But he did not want them to know that he believed in Christ. Huh? He would have lost all his position and his prestige and, 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 and everything that, that he had. He would have lost it all. Huh? But I want to tell you, down inside, my friend, huh? he believed every word that Jesus said. He never agreed with the Jews. huh? What the Jews done to Jesus and what they found him guilty of. huh? But I want to tell you something this morning he believed. huh? But then when Christ died on the cross, my friend, huh? Joseph had a boldness about him. Huh? It was, he was not ashamed, my friend, of who Jesus was. Huh? He went out, my friend, and he went to the most powerfulest man in that time, huh? was Pilate. Huh? Pilate controlled every person. Everybody was under Pilate's control. And he went to Pilate. Huh? He went, the scripture said he went boldly to Pilate and begged for the body of Jesus. Amen. Huh? And Pilate got give it to him. Pilate was amazed that he was dead already. Huh? I want to tell you something. 
when Jesus died on the cross, uh, the scripture said that the veil in the temple was ripped from the top of the bottom. When he died and gave up the ghost. Now let me tell you something. Some of you might not know what the veil in the temple is. I'm going to give you what it was. Amen. It was a the, the veil was a curtain that separated man from the holies of holies, where God's presence came, and where the high priest walked in there huh, once a year huh, to atone for all the sins of the people. Okay? And they said that, that curtain was so heavy, huh? It weighed hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Huh? It was eight foot or eight inches thick. My friend, I I think it was 350 feet long, and it took about three to four hundred priests to hang it up. Huh? It wasn't some cheap curtain. <laughs> huh? Hanging on a window. But it was a massive curtain, a massive veil. And when Jesus died on the cross. He split right in two. You know why? Right. We have direct, direct access right. to God through right. Jesus Christ. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. I know that for a fact, my friend, because I lived it and I witnessed it. And I went to God through Jesus Christ that answered my prayers. Right. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And it said, huh? The scripture said. Huh? That Jesus was going to die huh? a criminal's death. And he did. Huh? And then it also said he was going to be buried in a rich man's tomb. <laughs> Ain't that exactly what happened? Huh? I want to tell you something. The Bible's real. And the Bible's true. Huh? And everything that was prophesied of Jesus has come to pass. Huh? And I want to tell you another thing. That hasn't happened yet. He's coming again. Amen. He's coming again, my friend. That's a prophecy that has not been fulfilled yet. Be ready. Have your soul right, my friend. That cause Christ is soon to return. Amen. Amen. You know what would happen to Jesus? Huh? If Joseph went and got him. You know what the Jews would have done to him, Pilate? He'd been just another criminal. Huh? And they would have took his body. There was two things they were going to do. They were going to bury it in a common grave. Huh? Or they were going to burn it. One way or the other. Amen? But praise God forever. God's hands in all of it. And he, and he put him in that tomb. See, uh, this tomb was not your average tomb. It was a rich man's tomb. You know people that die, huh? That got money. I tell you what, they want tombstones as high as the ceiling. Huh? With a bunch of writing on them. And a bunch of sparkles and all that stuff, huh? That's Joseph had this great big tomb for himself, Huh? And he stuck Jesus in there. Now I want to tell you something about the stone too. When they hewed that rock and cut all that rock out there and made an opening to that tomb, 
At the same time, they had this huge stone over here that they cut around it, huh? Because no man could put a stone in front of there. Huh? The stone was huge. It was heavy. It was probably 15, 2,000 pounds. We don't know, but it was a big stone. But they rigged it and they had it fixed. Huh? When the body was put in that grave, my friend, they had a contraption that they set off and that stone rode down in front of the door. And I want to tell you something. Huh? Nobody's getting out of that. Huh? And the women came to the sepulcher. Huh? To pay their respects to Jesus. Huh? To pay their respects. Like we would go to a funeral home. Huh? Like we would go to a funeral home and pay our respects to the dead. Huh? That's what they were doing. They went to the sepulcher, my friends, with spices, huh, and an oil, an oil to a, to a, a, to basically embalm the body, huh, of of Jesus. But Joseph, huh, and Nicodemus had already done that. <laughs> but anyways, I'm trying to speed this up a little bit, huh. They come to the tomb, huh, to the sepulcher, and in one passage of version of the scripture they ask this question who will roll away the stone from the door I'm telling you something this morning huh the stone was already rolled away hmm? not that Jesus would get out was able to get out but they were able to look in and see that Christ was gone I want to tell you something, my friend, this morning, spiritually speaking. Huh, the devil has put so many stones in people's lives, my friend, that they can't get the Christ. Right. Huh? Because they're shut in in their sin. But praise God, there's a remedy for that, and that's the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah! That can roll the stone away, roll the sin away, my friend, and you can have new life. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, they were surprised, huh? When they looked in there, my friend, huh? The stone was rolled away, and the tomb was empty, and the guards, huh? They fell down like dead men. I want to tell you what the earthquake was. My opinion. Alright. When that angel blasted through the atmosphere and came down, my friend, there was a shaking. Huh? Every time, my friend, God comes in this little church with His Spirit, huh? He touches our life, my friend, and there's a shaking. Praise God for that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a privilege to serve the living God. Amen. I tell you what. Huh? Those soldiers fell down on the ground. Huh? Just like they've been shot. Huh? Just like they had a sword ran through them. They were like dead men. Huh? And they woke up. <laughs> the scripture said they went to the Jews. 
and told him exactly what happened. Huh. We were there watching that too. Huh. And something amazing happened. There was a power from another world that came down. And on that. I want to tell you something, amen. God, huh, is, has another power. Right. Amen. Beyond comprehension of our finite minds. Hallelujah. And they said, the stones rolled back and Jesus is gone. He's not there. You know what they said? They give him a bunch of money. Money is the root of all evil. <laughs> Believe me. Huh? Money controls people's minds. It controls their lives. There's nothing wrong with money. Huh? But money has a way of doing that. Okay? Huh? Abraham was rich. Very rich. But you know what? He put God right in his life. Money didn't matter to him. Huh? God's what But anyway, they took the money and they paid them all. And said, here's what we're going to say. And if the word gets to Pilate, huh, we're going to cover for you. You say why you slept, huh? That the, that his disciples came and stole the body. What a lie. How can you sleep and see somebody come and steal the body? That makes sense. Huh? But thank God it was the power of God that rolled back the stone, my friend. Huh? Not that Jesus could get out, but that the women could look in and see that he's gone. Peter, Peter and John came to the sepulchre too. After the women told him, told them about Jesus' resurrection, they ran to the tomb and seen the same thing. Mm -hmm. Amen? Huh? I want to tell you something. Then they seen Jesus. They met Jesus. Huh? As they went, started into Galilee, they ran into him. Praise the Lord. You know, there, listen, when Jesus died, huh? the women, the disciples, and all the other believers, huh? they seen all of his miracles. They was there in all of his teaching and preaching. They seen all this physically with their eyes. And he experienced the Spirit of God in the moving. Huh? But when this happened, listen to me, when Jesus said it's finished and he died on the cross, they lost all hope. Their hope was gone. What we read this morning, if we have hope uh, in Jesus Christ in this life only, just like right now, huh? he's our only hope. Huh? But after death, there's nothing after death. We're of men most miserable. Huh? And they were miserable and broken and damned. But I want to tell you something. When they seen the Christ, <laughs> they got new life. They got new hope. Huh? They became bold and strong, my friend, in their belief. And then they were resurrected again. It's like that hope that they lost Amen? Yes. And now they're breathing new life. 
something, Peter? Huh? After the Holy Spirit came upon him, huh? He went boldly and preached the gospel, huh? All over the place, huh? I want to tell you something. I'm glad this morning that this thing's real. Hmm? I tell you what, if it wasn't, I never walk through that door again as long as I live. But I want to tell you, there's too much evidence that Christ is alive today. Uh, in my heart and in my soul. I wouldn't trade this for anything in the world. There ain't nothing in this world's worth it to replace this eternal life, my friend, that God has put in the believer's soul. You see, I'll get into that in a minute. Amen. Praise God. Let me read you some things here real quick. There are seven major beliefs of Christianity. Number one, Jesus is the divine Son of God. Number two, His virgin birth. Number three, His death on the cross for our sins, His burial in a tomb, His resurrection from the dead, number six, His ascension to heaven as at the right hand of the Father, making intercessions for the saints of God. And number seven, Jesus returned again to this world to rapture His church out of this world and to live with Him eternally. Amen. Praise God for this religion and this belief. Amen. Without the resurrection, listen to me, all is vain. The resurrection was proof of all that Jesus said. Amen. All that He said and who He was and all the things that He done here on earth. Without the resurrection, there's no hope for you and for me. There is no church. There is no salvation. There is no heaven for us. Thank God Jesus broke the power huh, of death and defeated death, hell, and the grave because He lives, amen, we can live also in this bodily flesh, amen, that we live in today. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in every believer. You believe that? And we are His workmanship in Christ Jesus. Amen. The Spirit, Spirit and a new body we call Christianity. Amen. All the religions of the world None has proclaimed, and there's a ton of religions, have proclaimed that their Lord had risen from the dead. Christianity is the only one that has this claim. All the major religions of the world, huh? The Muhammad, Buddha, Bhagavan, I think that's how you pronounce it, the Hindu God, and all these other gods, huh? All these other religions, their saviors are dead and buried and their bones are still in the grave to this day. And their flesh has rotted away and there is no hope 
for them. But praise God, not our Jesus. He is alive and well today in heaven. Amen? Amen. And the Holy Spirit is alive and well in our hearts today. If Jesus never rose from the dead, then Christianity, listen to me, would be another religion of the world. Amen? You see, you get it this morning? How can that be, Pastor? Wait a minute. How can that happen? Why is, why is your belief, why is Christianity the only true and real one? I'll tell you why it is. Because of Jesus Christ. The Scripture said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's not in the Quran. That's not in all the other Bibles. Huh? All these other religions and all their beliefs and everything. But it's in the Holy Word of God huh? that's been passed down to you and me. Huh? Hallelujah. Thank God we got in and we got in right. Amen? Amen. Praise God. There's so many false religions, so many false teachings high today. And I want to tell you something, another thing too. There's a lot of false preaching in the pulpits today. High that are not preaching the truth. And I'll tell you another thing too. There's a lot of preachers who are afraid to preach the truth. Huh? Because... They're afraid they'll lose people. Huh? They're afraid they'll lose their crowd, their tithers, the people that tithe and pay money to this church. They're afraid of it. They're afraid to stand up huh, and really preach what the Word of God says. Huh? But I want to tell you something. I appreciate you people so much huh? because you accept what I preach. Huh? I'm going to preach the Word of God how I know it, how I see it, and how the Holy Spirit gives it to me. I don't want to offend anybody huh? whatsoever, but I can't help it. i got to preach the truth. What does the truth do? It sets us free. Huh? Amen? Amen? Praise God. I want to be set free. Praise the Lord. Amen. The victory was won in Gethsemane, the price was paid at Calvary, and the resurrection, listen, was the purchase of our salvation. In what all Christ had done for us, it is finished. The resurrection is the crown of our faith. It's the seal of all that Jesus did and who He was. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen? Amen? The best part, listen to me, the best part of it all is that we can be partakers of Christ's resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, huh, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever believeth in me shall never die. The church is a witness to the world of Christ's redeeming power through the cross and the resurrection. We have been risen with Christ so that we can walk in newness of life. We were dead in our sins, but by the resurrection power of Christ, 
We have been given a second chance. Thank God the grave could not hold him in. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. He gave resurrection power to every believer and said, Come and I come because I live, you may live also. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Huh? Hallelujah. I was going to tell you this. I told you this story before and I'll tell you it again. Amen. <clears throat> Death is not the end for the believer. It's just the beginning of eternal life. You hear me? <clears throat> Amen. Amen. When I took my mom out to the graveyard after my dad had died, she said she'd let me know. I took her out to the graveyard huh, when the time was for her. Pulled up out there, pulled the truck over, and I didn't hear an audible voice. Something said to me, he's not here. This is just a grave I tell you what, inside of my heart, well, I need that. Right. You know, I knew that he wasn't. Huh? I believed that he wasn't, but it was proof that he wasn't. It was the Spirit spoke to me. Huh? He's not here. He has risen yes. into new life in heaven. Is there a resurrection of the body? There's going to be a bodily resurrection for every saint one of these days. Amen. I don't want to get into these bodies. I've preached to you these bodies before. Huh? I want to tell you something. Huh? When Jesus was on the cross, the thief on the right said, Remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. What did Jesus tell me? He said, Today you'll see me in paradise. Now that's the truth. That's not a lie. Jesus didn't lie to him. Today you shall see me in paradise. Huh? I realized that the death of the saints, when they pass from death to life, amen, they go to be with the Lord. They got a different body, not like Jesus had in this, in this, this glorified body that he had rose from the grave. That's coming. But a body that's fit for heaven right. to be with the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to quit. What is the purpose of the cross and the res resurrection? <clears throat> it was for us. Amen. Amen. The cross and the resurrection was for us. Not for Jesus. He done it for us. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to read one more passage of Scripture here real quick. If I can find it. He said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Listen to this. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? 
Know ye not, huh, that so many of us as were baptized, listen, into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried, pay close attention to this, therefore we are buried with him by the baptism of death, that, the, that like Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of the Father, even so shall we walk in newness of life. Listen, if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that the old man is crucified with him, and that the body of sin might be destroyed. Henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if, now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Amen. Knowing that Christ raised from the dead, dieth no more, death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died into sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Amen? Let me explain this to you real quick. And then I'm done. This whole Bible is wrapped up in the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Okay? The whole Word of God. The whole purpose of the whole thing. The whole purpose of life in general is in that. Amen? I'm going to tell you what happened. When Adam and Eve sinned, I know we know the story. When they sinned in the Garden of Eden, sin entered into the world. Okay? And with sin came death. And death was passed on to every person. Everybody's been dying ever since. And are still dying today. And they'll continue to die until this thing's all over with. Okay? Amen? Amen. So Christ came, my friend. Huh? And we're all sinners and we're all lost. Huh? Until Christ came into the world. He died for our sins. Huh? And he died to take the punishment of eternal death which is eternal hell for you and me. That's the whole purpose that He come. Huh? To forgive us of our sins and to save our lives huh? and, and, and change our lives huh? and give us eternal life. Huh? So this death on the cross covered that. Huh? That had to come to kill this sinful life and the death of eternal hell. Huh? I don't know if you, I'm trying to put it as simple as I can. Huh? That's the cross. The cross represents death. Amen? But the resurrection represents life. Okay? Huh? So he died for our sins, my friend, and took our sins huh, on himself and nailed them to the cross. Huh? So now, now death, the death that we had coming to us because of our sins, it's been wiped out because of the blood of Christ. 
in the resurrection. Huh? The resurrection means life. Huh? And he rose again from the grave. That you and I have, can have eternal life. Death, listen, physical death is coming, and that's physical death. But spiritual death is coming too. Huh? And that's a spiritual death. It's a death that you'll never die. Huh? You'll live in hell separated from God. I'm trying to tell you the truth, my friend, in this message. Huh? Listen to me for just a minute, my friend. This is why Christ came, all right? Huh? That way, huh? If we believe in Him and put our faith in Him, my friend, there's something that happens that transpires in the death of our soul. And it's because being converted and born again of the Spirit. That's where the change comes in the heart. Huh? You see, that was purchased on Calvary. Amen? That's where it all started at. And we believe and God forgives us of our sins through the death and blood of Christ. And listen to this. What happens? The old man dies. The old lifestyle dies. The old person dies. All our habits and simple things that we've done before are gone forever. Huh? And we get new life. Amen? Amen. For the death of the old man. Huh? It's dead. The old person's dead. But yet we're still alive. Huh? But what happens is the resurrection. Huh? We, be, we receive the newness of life. Paul said you are buried. Your old sinful life huh, is buried huh, when Christ was buried. You hear me? We were buried. The old man was buried when Christ was buried in the tomb. Huh? Because of his precious blood. But now, hallelujah, woo, we are raised again. When Christ rose from the dead, my friend, and we believe in Christ, we rise from that death too and become new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. The lifestyle's gone. The old, the old man is gone. And we become new creatures in Christ. That's the psalm of the Bible. And that's the truth. Huh? Man has a choice. There's only two choices. Huh? Choose Christ and have eternal life. Or don't choose Him and live in eternal hell. Amen. I know, they don't, I know it's not popular to preach this, but it's the truth. Right. I'm going to give an account for what I said today. Because of God. Huh? I want to bring you the truth. I'm going to tell you another thing. This is the best life there ever was. Huh? It's the Christian life. Amen. Amen. It changes. I want to tell you something. We're not perfect, and I know that. We're going to make mistakes along the way. We're going to slip, backslide. I don't know how many times I've done Huh? But I thank God that He's there. Right. He's at the right hand of the Father making intercessions for you and for me. Amen? You know, another thing at the end of this, it said, Jesus said, all power is given unto me huh, in heaven and in earth. Listen, all power, you know what that means? He's number one. Huh? And everybody that ever breathes breath and has 
breathe breath are under him. Huh? I want to tell you something. The Bible said, someday, someday, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. That's a lot of tongues. And that's a lot of knees being bowed. But it's the truth, church. Huh? Why is that? Because he paid the price and interceded for mankind. Huh? So we can have life in him. Amen. If you're not saved this morning, I strongly recommend that you get in. Huh? As Jesus rose from the dead, huh? And everything was new. Amen. He's the Son of God. But everything's new. Huh? He's got a new body. Amen. You can have a new spiritual body. <laughs> oh, you're going to look the same. Huh? You know, you're going to have the same features. You're going to be uh, the same person that the world knows who you are. But down inside huh, is where it all changes. Amen. Yes. I tell you, my dad was a down and out sinner. <laughs> Didn't know anything about God. Huh? He quit smoking, drinking, cussing, lying, and all those sins a month. Huh? A month before he ever got saved. Huh? And the people that knew him, he had a lot of friends. They knew him. Huh? He was a good old buddy. You know, one thing you smack on the back and, and tip your beers up to. But he quit all that a month before he got saved. And they thought he got religion. They thought he got saved. Huh? And they said, Bud, you got religion, didn't you? And he said, no. But I'm restless. He gave up everything. Huh? But then when Christ came into his heart, huh? see, even though he was searching, he was still the same man. He was still the same guy. Huh? But when he found the Christ, that day when he came home and set his dinner bucket on the cabinet, uh, went in there in the bedroom and didn't even know how to pray, huh? fell down on his knees. Huh? He heard somewhere where somebody quoted the Lord's Prayer. He said, all the farther I got was our Father which art in heaven. He said, that's all I did. That's all I knew. I didn't know how to pray. Huh? And he said something warm. Hit the top of his head. And ran down his front of his body. Right down his face. Right down in his chest. There was a warmth that he never felt before. And it spread across his chest. And he said, all I can do. Uh, he was changed. Now that's a little bit of a different experience. Uh, God knew what he needed to convert him and change him. Uh, but he said, he fell down and after he prayed that prayer and all that warmth came upon him, he said, I bowled like a baby. And my mom came into the room. I'm telling you to tell you how this is. This is an example, a true witness of what my dad told me. My mom came in the room said, what's the matter with you, buddy? Huh? What's wrong with you? Well, she said, here he is. She never really cried. How do you know how men are? We're tough. We don't cry, man. We like the men of today. Huh? My man's, we're strong. 
wrong, man? But he cried like a baby. She said, what's wrong with you? Huh? He said, I don't know what happened to me. He said, but whatever it was, it's not going to hurt me. And he said this. He said, I'm as innocent as a newborn baby. Listen, innocent as that little baby right there. Huh? Innocent from all of his sins, huh? And all of his his iniquities and everything he's done. And, and when he said that, I want to tell you something, church. I tell you, I got something out of that because we are born again of the Spirit. Huh? We might be 45, we might be 17, it don't matter. But we become new inside. Huh? The cross and the resurrection is what it's all about. Amen? You see, if there'd ever been a resurrection, huh, there'd be no hope. But praise God, we have it today. The world has hope. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Appreciate your attendance. Amen. Praise God. You want to come forward, Courtney, place a little something? Amen. I'd like to give you an invitation today, here on this Easter Sunday. Amen. If the Lord spoke to your heart, amen. And you'd like to come and pray, get everything settled in your heart, and get right with God. I don't know where you're at. The Lord knows where you're at. Amen. He knows. You know, He knows all about us. He knows where we're at. He knows how we're living. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our strong points. Huh? There's nothing hidden from Him. You know, uh, I was reading a scripture one time, and it said that that uh, the darkness and the light are the same to Him. I thought about that. Think about that. Huh? For just a minute. When we, we see something, when you read something like that, you think, well, wait a minute. You ever been down the cave and it been pitch dark? You can't even see the, your hand in front of your face? Darkness and light are the same to Him. Amen. In other words, what that represents, that we cannot hide anything from God. He sees it all and He knows it. And He loves you this morning. Amen. That Christ came and gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. I want to tell you something. I come across this. We come across this in the preaching here a while back. I'll never forget it. The Lord gave it to me, showed it to me when I read it. Every sin that we cover, God will uncover. You get me? Everything that we've done, huh? And we try to hide it, the Lord will uncover that sin. But praise God. By the cross. By the blood of Christ. Amen. Every sin 
that we uncover, He will cover. Praise God. Amen. He'll cover my Christ's blood. Anyone this morning want to come forth and pray? Amen. Every eye bowed, every head bowed, eye closed. Think about your eternal soul here for a minute. Amen. Sometimes I get a little bit afraid to say this, but I know it's true that the Lord knows everything that was said here this morning. And everything is recorded. Amen. And He knows that you had an opportunity to make everything right. Amen. The Scripture said today is the day of salvation. Come to the Lord Jesus because you might not ever have another opportunity again. Amen. I know people in my own life that died instantly in my own family. That died instantly. Never dreamed that they'd pass away. Thought they would live many years. So we never know what's going to happen to us. I say all that to say this. I don't want you to ever be haunted by a choice that you should have made. Amen. In Jesus. Praise God. Anyone here this morning would like to come forward and pray? Anyone here this morning would say, Pastor, remember me. Raise their hand. We'll pray for you. Amen. Appreciate that. Anyone else? Praise God. Appreciate that hand. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. God is so faithful. His Spirit's been here this morning. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning for your presence in this service. From the time, Lord, that we walked into the door to this time right now, we're so thankful, God, for your word. We're so thankful, Lord, for your help to preach today. We're so thankful, God, for these great truths. And Heavenly Father, we pray this morning, God, that your spirit has moved and touched people's lives today. May God that not depart, we pray. Then we pray, Lord, this morning, be with us as we go our separate ways our personal lives, the businesses, God, that we got to take care of, the things we do in life. We pray, Heavenly Father, this morning for your help and your guidance and your safety. Be with us as we leave here this morning. And may, God, we think about the resurrection and that the resurrection means new life. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.